0: Hey, it's Cory. This is Here We Are.
1: I have a very specific memory of like, the morning she came in. Like, I don't remember a lot of my mom being pregnant or that, but I remember the morning that they brought my sister in. I was like, on the floor coloring in a picture and my grandmother was there watching me and my brother. And I'd like colored in this picture really well, you know, like I stayed in all the lines and I was like, Grandma, look at this. and like at that very moment, my mom came through the door holding my little sister and like everyone like rushed to her and I was like, ugh, (laughs) this is so annoying. It's like a really ridiculous story. Um, And like everyone like rushes to her and is like cooing over the new baby and I just like sat on the floor and was like, man, is this gonna be the rest of my life? Like I'm like five years old and I'm like, ugh, this kid just came and ruined my whole day.
0: Shania Russell is a senior media and cultural studies major. She's from the Bronx, Uses she, her, hers, and right now she's living with her family back home in New York. If you don't already know Shania, she's a contributor for the Mac Weekly and a really talented audio producer. She was also a critic at Sundance this year, which is crazy. And right before she got to high school, she took this trip to Jamaica that totally changed her relationship with her sister.
1: So, I guess the story starts in the- the summer before I went to high school. Um, I usually went to Jamaica with my grandparents, um, every summer with my grandparents and then with my younger sister when she was old enough for them to also manage. And so my- my mom and my older brother, Nick, and my father usually stayed at home and I guess at this point, my parents were separated and like in the process of getting divorced. And so my father started coming down like halfway through the summer to spend like a week with us in Jamaica. But it was for the most part, me and my sister and my grandparents. I think me and my sister had like a very typical um, middle child, younger sibling relationship We're like, I had a lot of like jealousy for her when I was younger or like just general like annoyance at the fact that she got a lot of attention and and that like I often was in the role of like looking after her, which was like not ideal for me or like just like sort of annoying. I think especially when she started coming on those like Jamaica summers with us because before that it had just been me and my grandparents and like. I'd have all their attention and I was the person that they were like introducing to people and they were like this is our this is our granddaughter and now it was like her and like naturally she's the younger one and gets a lot of that like attention. Like we got along okay in that like I was like generally annoyed with her and like sort of pushed her away but like I'd look after her or I'd deal with her if I had to. I think it was notably different from other years um, because it was like the summer before high school. And I think it was the first time that I like went to Jamaica and was kind of unhappy to be there. It was usually like four weeks. We were there for like a full month. And like, usually, you know, it didn't take much to entertain me. Like I was happy just to like run around outside or, you know, like be with my grandparents. And, but now I was like 14 and jaded. I was like I I miss my phone and there's no you know they don't have a computer in this like old childhood house and they don't like there's no internet and I was like really annoyed to not be able to like text my friends especially when we were like we were like on the cusp of going to high school and I felt like I was missing out on all the stuff like everyone was gonna like I was gonna get there on like September 1st and have missed everything like all the summer music and all the conversations and lead up to high school. I think I wanted to stay behind that summer, but I didn't push on it because my grandparents really, cause it was a tradition and I, I didn't want to like, I think I said to my mother, like, I don't really want to go. And she was like, oh, don't be silly. Of course you want to go, you go every year. And I didn't want to be the one to like go to my grandparents and say, I don't want to go. Like it was easier to say it to my mother. And once she dismissed it, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going. I remember that I missed the Teen Choice Awards, and I kept complaining about that. <laughs> Please welcome Lucy Hale and Janelle Parrish. Because our TV, like we had basic cable, I guess, and we didn't pick up a lot of American channels. We got like the most basic channels. And so the Teen Choice Awards were on our TV, but it was like kind of glitchy and like at a certain point my grandmother was like there's no point and she like changed the channel to the news or something and then i complained about that for like a week i know that i brought a lot of books over like i was a lot less interested in like going outside and playing at this point and that's like pretty much all my sister wanted to do And in earlier years, it had been enough for my grandparents to just, like, bring me down there. And then they didn't worry about me much in the day because i just, like, run around in the garden or something. And, like, my sister wanted to do a lot of that, and I was like, no. (laughs) I did a lot of staying inside and reading. I read, like, every book John Green had out because (laughs) that was my idea of, like, keeping up with what was going on while I was away since I had no internet, I just read all the John Green books and I was like, all right, I'm ready to talk about The Fault in Our Stars. And occasionally I would relent and go outside and play with my sister, but for the most part, like, it wasn't entertaining for me to, like, play pretend or run around. I was being, like, a lot more resistant to it than, like, I feel like I would have been fine if I just, you know, and I feel like eventually I did start doing it a little, but Yeah, for the most part, I was being a drag. (laughs) Two weeks in, my dad came down to spend a week or two with us in Jamaica. I remember that when he came, I was like, can you take me home with, cause he was leaving before us. He was leaving like a week before us. Like, I didn't know how plane tickets worked. I was just like, just transfer mine and let me come home with you instead. I'll sit next to you, it'll be fun. Um, And he was like, no, you have to stay. With your sister and your grandparents and come on it's only a week. I feel like in general I was unhappy being there because I felt like I was like very reliant on people to bring me around and I love my grand but like a problem was that like they couldn't they didn't drive and they couldn't like just bring us anywhere like on a whim we didn't like see a lot of the city when we were with them because We were mostly, like, in the house and we could walk to the town with them, but only if they were up to going out. Like, I kept thinking of, like, my brother must be having the time of his life, summer in New York, where you can just... Where we're, like, if our mom... Even if our mom's not home, we can just kind of, like, go outside and, like, go, you know, take a train, go downtown, do something, see a movie. And, like, here I was pretty much stuck in the house with all my John Green books. (laughs) So my dad coming down at least meant... You know, he, he can rent a car. He can bring us into the city. You know, he can bring us somewhere. Uh-huh. So when my dad came, he said, like, one of the first days, he said he would take us to the beach, which was better than doing nothing. But, you know, in my, like, being as crabby as possible, I was also like, oh, the beach. This is all beach. Why are we going to the beach? I could, I could walk out to the water right now. Why, why are we going to the beach? and you know i didn't know how to swim and the whole island is beach and i was just like being really annoying about everything i refused to admit that i was any way excited about it but also i guess i was like relieved to be doing something so he drove us to the beach me and my younger sister we like got there and and you know we like laid down a towel and the beach was like pretty crowded there were like a lot of people hanging out in the water i think that we were going there because he wanted to meet up with someone i don't really remember but i know that like really quickly he was like okay watch your sister and then he like walked up to the shack where the bar is and he was like talking to someone and he know he knows a lot of people and he's only there for a week. you know he grew up here he's only here for a week he was probably meeting up with some friends while he could, while, you know, giving us a day on the beach. But like, when he walked away from us, I remember thinking, wow, so this is just babysitting, huh? Like, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just gonna babysit her. Great. She really quickly wanted to go into the water. You know, the thing that you do at a beach. And I was like, oh, you wanna go into the water? How annoying. (laughs) Um, I was like, don't you wanna just make a sandcastle or something? And she was like no definitely the water and she like went into the water and i think i like sat there for a little bit but like eventually i was like yeah i do have to watch her so i followed her over to the water i think we were like splashing around in the water for a little bit but i can't swim and she can't swim but she was having fun like she she was pretty content just like picking up shells and like wading into the water and splashing a bit and I was still being as annoying as possible and I was like, this is boring. This is so, you know, this is so boring. We're not even doing anything. Then I think I just like turned away from her for a bit and was just sort of like brooding to myself and like playing with the water or shells or whatever. And then like, I remember hearing her laugh and I turned around and she was talking to this man I'd never seen before in my life. And he had this like big a uh, rubber like inflatable tube the like floaty tube and she was in it and and i was like hey what's up and and she said that he was going to teach her how to swim and i was like that's very odd okay There were she was like in the tube and like kicking while he was holding it and i just sort of like watched them for a bit um and then he said let's go further out so you can really swim and he starts like tugging it along and she's like you know going along willingly because she's like yay we're gonna learn how to swim and i also kept like glancing back at where my father was because i could he was still pretty close to us i could like very clearly see him at the shack and i could see his like he had like a bright red and yellow shirt on and yeah i just remember that i kept looking back and like willing him to look back at us but his back was to us and he was sitting at the bar so he couldn't see us and so he kept bringing her just like a little further out and then she'd kick for a bit and then she'd go like a little further out and kick for a bit and then keep going further out and i started getting a little nervous because i did just kind of get weird vibes from him and you know i didn't know him and this was it was weird that he kept bringing us further out and and i was also like very aware of the fact that i can't swim and we're going further out and I'm, like, pretty tall, but, like, if we keep going further out, this is going to be a problem. So I was like, let's go swim back there. And he said, no, it's, it's more fun the further out you go. I kept trying to, like, get, get her to, like, make eye contact with me so I could, like, soundlessly communicate, let's go. Or, you know, I kept trying to get her attention, but the floaty tube was pretty much all he needed to fully hold her. So we kept going further out, and I was getting, like, more and more anxious. And, like, at a certain point, I noticed that we were, like, pretty far from other people. Like, we weren't super far out yet, but we were, while he was bringing us further out, he was also bringing us away from the big crowded area of the beach. I kept trying to convince her to, you know, let's go swim back there. And he would sort of push that off and, like, Say something about how it's more fun the further out you go, or like, no, we're having fun right here. We definitely got far enough that I was like on my toes and the water was still up to my neck and I was trying not to visibly panic because I didn't know how he would respond. At this point, I kept looking back at my father and, you know, I wore glasses, but I didn't, I think I was still at the point where I didn't want to wear them in public. So I wasn't wearing them there, but you know if I squinted hard enough, I could still see his red and yellow blur of a shirt. And so I didn't think he was, I didn't know if he was looking at us, but I was pretty sure he wasn't because it still seemed like the back of him. And like, I was starting to regret not like yelling out at him, which I didn't want to do earlier because I didn't know how the guy would respond. And now it was definitely, we're too far away. That wouldn't make a difference. And I was starting to consider just like yelling in general, but I was still really concerned about, this guy can swim and, and Jessica's in the tube and she needs the tube to be this far out. I don't re- really remember how we ended up going backwards. I know that we saw, there was like a lifeguard on a boat and she like drove past us and she saw us and like I made eye contact with her. And I I think she like called out and waved to us. And I think that he saw her and because he saw like our contact with her, he was like moving away from her, but moving away from her was also moving back to where people were. And then like as fast as I could, I think I said like ice cream, dad, dad's there at the shack. And there's like, we can go get something. And she was like, okay. And we were at a point where she could get out of the tube and be fine. So I think I like, like really pulled on her and she seemed a little annoyed but like she came with me and yeah I don't remember what happened with the guy but we like we got away from him and back to the beach and thankfully that was over when we got home I like immediately called my mom and I was like very panicked and very upset and I was like I want to go home this has been a terrible trip and I like told her everything that happened. And I think she probably had an argument with my dad about it that I wasn't privy to. But I just know that like that pretty much solidified my like, I want to go home bit. Like I ended up having to stay for the rest of the summer because, you know, plane tickets don't work the way I thought they worked. I couldn't just go home the next day because I felt like it. But I, <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing that I was like pretty much more content being in the house for the rest of the summer or like you know just finding a way to like be like have some time in the house and i think i was a lot more receptive to playing with my sister because we had had such a scary experience and that she was like completely unaware of and we talk about like i've brought it up to her in the past couple of years and she does not remember this at all. She has, like, no memory of this. She I thought she'd, like, remember it with, like, a, you know, we had fun at the beach, but she just, like, she sort of remembers that we went to the beach, but she doesn't remember this man. Because, honestly, it probably happened in, like, 15 minutes or 20 minutes or something, so I'm sure it, like, was utterly insignificant to her. I think before this, there was definitely a lot of like me looking after her and like like we talked about like we show up to the beach and uh, i can like put together really quickly that this is just like babysitting like i have to look after her again and there's a lot of like me reluctantly looking after her or or like just generally not taking it very seriously because it was just like you know she's going to be annoying and i'm going to stand here and watch for 20 minutes But I think I got, like, a a lot more overprotective about her after that and, like, a lot more concerned. And, like, I was used to looking after her, but I I never really took it seriously because, you know, I don't, like, I didn't see myself as, like, any line of defense for her or, like, I didn't see, you know, like, I'm looking out for her, but, like, my dad's also here. And, like, I was, like, I'm just watching her, like, play in the sand because he can't look at her right now, but if anything goes wrong, that's what he's here for. And that was the first moment where or like one one of the first moments that i can remember where the adult wasn't there to save us from something happening and i kept like looking back at him and like waiting for the moment where he'd just like appear and like pull us out of the water but um i like i think it, it's like the first moment where i was like we they're, yeah, our, our parents are gonna look out for us as best they can, but like we also have to look out for each other and I have to look out for her and that's a serious thing. I didn't go to Jamaica the next summer, but Jessica did. and I, I like I remember like I very distinctly remember missing her and I remember regretting not going. And I think part of that was, like, wanting to be there. And part of it was, like, distinctly missing her. Because, I like, I remember that I stayed up the night she was coming back. And she was coming back at, like, 2 a.m. or something, which was probably late for me then. (laughs) And, like, I remember that my mom went to sleep and my brother went to sleep. And I was, like, sitting in the kitchen, like, with the TV on. But I was only half watching the TV and, like, mostly waiting for the door to open and and her and my grandparents to come through the door and I remember that when she came back I hugged her and I was like ooh and I just like started talking to her very quickly and I was like telling her all the things and she was telling me about the plane and yeah.
0: You can catch up with Shania, her movie reviews, and other work on Twitter. She's at SeriouslyShania. That's S-I-R-I-U-S-L-Y-S-H-A-N-I-A. Thank you so much for listening to Here We Are. This episode was produced and edited by me with help from Katherine Irving. And all of our music is by the amazing Blue Dot Sessions. That's it for today. I'm Corey Suzuki. We'll be back tomorrow with another story.